are very outnumbered today. <laughs> you mean you and I and Paul against the world. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the 23 Podcast. It is Father Herb and Michael Puppas. And today's been a fun day here at the parish. You know, we record on Tuesdays. And uh, this week, today, we have the class of 2020, the seniors from Notre Dame Academy. There's about 120 high school senior girls here, along with uh, their chaperones and teachers doing uh, their senior retreat. And a few of us. Yeah, it's been a great day. They joined us for Mass this morning, and uh, we just had Eucharistic Adoration a little bit ago, and now, right now they're eating pizza, and I'm here with you. I, this is where Th- I'd This is better than pepperoni. <laughs> Yes, you're always better than pepperoni. Maybe anchovies, I don't know. <laughs> a, g- a good mushroom and onion, though, would be hard to Anyway, eat. we are, remember last week I said we're we're hitting the countdown, and you thought it was the countdown to the concert. Hey, yeah, that happened last week. That was last Tuesday. That was a great night. It went very, very, very well. It was exciting. People loved it at all levels. It was um, really a lot of beautiful, prayerful moments, and people were just kind of glowing about it all week, so... I, uh, well, were you glowing? I don't glow. I, I'm, that sounds like that commercial for the, for the hotels. Uh, people are glowing because oh. they stayed at the hotel. Pe- I thought it, people it, don't glow. I thought maybe you thought I was pregnant, but I'm not. No, no, not that kind of glowing. <laughs> Any, anyhow, so, uh, uh, the concert was last week. This week is the, the retreat, uh, for the, the high school girls. What's next Tuesday? I don't know. I haven't looked that far ahead yet. Let's just maybe let's talk about this weekend first. Okay, this weekend, the countdown, the countdown. This is the end of the year. Goodbye, Cycle C. So long, farewell. Farewell. I'll be saying goodbye. Are we allowed to sing that? No, it's probably copyright, copywritten, copyrighted or copywritten. It's it has copyright. (laughs) Way to sit on the fence. All right, but anyhow, so we are at the end of the year, and the church goes out. With a bang, the feast of, get this, the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe. And you better bet your something that I will say that whole title this weekend. I love that. That's my favorite. Or shorten Christ the King. Oh, so boring. Don't tell the parish that. That, (laughs) Oh, we love our friends over at Christ the King Parish. Yeah. I wonder if if they have to change their name. To, they're going to need a bigger sign <laughs> on Monroe Street. Okay, so here we are. We are ending the year, and it's kind of interesting because you think of Christ the King yeah. as going out with a trumpet blast <laughs> and uh, crowns. I don't have a sound effect for crowns. And uh, horseback riding. <laughs> and we put all that together. And it's none of those. Why is it horse? You just wanted to see if I could do a horse, didn't you? <laughs> that wasn't bad. Uh, thank you. It was very uh, off the cuff. Off the hoof. Uh, off the hoof. <laughs> okay, here's the reading from the Gospel of Luke. Oh, and we have to say goodbye to Luke. I know. It's been fun, Luke. I like Luke. All right. Uh, chapter 23. So we know... If you're in chapter 23, it's the crucifixion. So talk about Christ the King with crucifixion. Are you ready? Yeah, this is a very different scene that you than you might expect. That's why I talked about the horseback and the, the trumpets and everything. That's not what you, that might be what you expected. Sure. But this is what you get. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like 
hanging out with you and I. You might have some <laughs> expectations, but at the end of the day, it's really not that great. You know what? You had one cup of coffee too many this morning. I've only had one. That, that might, might have been be, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. The rulers sneered at Jesus and said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the chosen one, the Christ of God. Even the soldiers jeered at him. As they approached to offer him wine, they called out, If you are king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him, there was an inscription that read, This is the king of the Jews. Now one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not Christ, the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. And indeed, we have been condemned justly, for the sentence we received corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. It's a great line. Oh, it's a wonderful line. Or so is Jesus, remember me. Yeah. Jesus, remember me. We're not singing that this weekend. Oh. Come back in March. I know. In April. I will be back in March. Okay. Okay, so first of all, I have problems with this translation. There are too many pronouns. He replied to him. Who replied to whom? Sure. You know, it's the the translators. Obviously, if you're using Greek or even in Latin, they don't always have the pronouns, and so you just insert those. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Jesus replied to him, "Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise." So you have, if you can picture this, this this episode starts. Jesus is already on the cross. Yeah, he's already been nailed to the cross so i think that's going to be a little hard because people are going to come into church and it's going to be very jolting you know like if they haven't read this passage before yeah the first time the deacon or the priest says the rulers sneered at jesus and said they're kind of what's the context give me the context please give me the context that's what they're going to be saying that's why i think i want to give people the context that's why we started the 23 podcast yeah the context we could change it 23 context it doesn't roll off the tongue quite okay. as nicely. Okay. A- a- have you noticed the difference between the two crosses we have, the cross in the chapel and the cross in the main church? Well, there's a big size difference. A size difference. But the one in the chapel is the same one that we have had in Ron Cowley Hall since we opened the yeah. per- Parish Life Center. Mm-hmm. What else is different besides size? Um, the stain of wood. Keep on talking. Uh, the cross in the church is thicker. It's more three-dimensional than the cross in the chapel. The cross in the chapel is a little more flat. The I don't really think so, but go ahead. It keep, is. Keep talking. Proportionally. And uh, the, cor- the, the corpus on each cross is very... I'm looking for something a little more substantial than that. The uh, Jesus' head on the cross in the chapel is hanging. And I'm not sure what it's doing in the church. His, his eyes are closed. His eyes are closed. But that's not what I'm after. What's above Jesus' head? In oh, the, the, the sign, the I-N-R-I. The I-N-R-I. Are you impressed that I came up with that many differences, though? And to my credit. Well, you were desperate. The <laughs> <laughs> one's hanging in the chapel, one's hanging in the church. I could keep going. Yeah, yeah. 
One one has the sun at the back, and the other one has the sun on the side. <laughs> okay, so uh, the one in the chapel has the the traditional looking I N R I. Mm-hmm. The one in church does not. Actually, you're not required to do that. If you look at crosses around the country, you'd find. Uh, I won't say 50-50, probably 60-40 do have the I-N-R-I. Yeah. But it, it's really according to the architect's and the sculptor's form that the way that the way it was made. Sure. However, the I-N-R-I, every so often people ask me what that is. The I-N-R-I is referred to in the gospel reading I just did. It said, above him there was an inscription that read, this is the king of the Jews. Now, the actual translation, I think it was in Matthew's gospel, says Jesus of Nazareth, king of the Jews. Mm-hmm. In Latin, the J is the same as an I. Oh, okay. So it would, the first I is Jesus. The N is Nazareth, Jesus of Nazareth. King, king in Latin is Rex. Okay. And the second I is Jews. So Jesus of Nazareth, king of the Jews. Now, according to the gospel, the inscription was in three languages. So it was probably Hebrew, Greek, Latin. I never knew that. So that as people walked by, because it was the tradition that they would post above the person's head or somewhere on the on the cross mm-hmm. what that person's crime was. Mm-hmm. So the crime is listed as king of the Jews. That he was blaspheming, basically. That he was blaspheming, or, of course, that's also the other thing. When the, they said the, the the priest said to to Pilate, don't don't write down his crime as king of the Jews. Write down he claimed to be king of the Jews. Sure, and that was the blasphemy according to them. Yeah. So so and that's when Pilate said, "Quote scripsy scripsy, what I have written, I have written." You know, it is in some ways peculiar, um, but I think also a beautiful representation of the liturgical year, how we immediately go from this scene this Sunday and then not to get ahead of ourselves, but then as we transition into the following week, which we begin Advent as we... But but Advent, the first Sunday of Advent, which I just wrote about for the bulletin for uh, December 1st, never starts off with the historic coming of Jesus sure. or the Bethlehem story. Right. It starts off with the future story. So again, it's almost like the end of the world type story. Sure. The, uh, the second coming of the Lord. Yeah. But yeah, it does jump around a little bit, and it is jarring, and I suspect that's good. It, you know, I think we get caught up in our own complacency sometimes. Well, you've always said, and I, I like that, that you know, we don't just celebrate baby Jesus in December and crucified Jesus and risen Jesus in April. That you know, it's all year that we remember his entire life, the whole entire Paschal. And history. you can't separate the the incarnation from the redemption, right? Uh, they are both different angles of looking at Jesus' life, but they're both inclusive of the other. So in context, in the context, since we've so nicely given the context here on the 23 podcast. And uh, the 23 context. The, <laughs> what, do you think, um, what do you think people will kind of take away from this gospel reading this week in terms of you know, the, the fact that we are celebrating Christ the King. Why, why was this chosen, and why is this the one that we read from, from Luke? I, I think it's a, a very good choice because the biggest challenge on preaching, I'll talk about preaching for Christ the King, the biggest challenge is we live in a country that went out of its way not to have a king. 
that was part of our whole uh, revolution. Mm -hmm. You know, we did not want to have a king. Okay. So, but Americans are very, very funny because how many people follow the British royal family uh, yeah. breathlessly? Right. They, they, know, <laughs> they know more about that than their own kin. Sure. Uh, Do you? No. <laughs> Who was the woman that got married? So. The American actress that Ameri got married last year? Oh, Meghan Markle. See, you know. Yeah, I do because I, I, I just started watching Suits, which was the show she was. She in. was on that TV show. Yeah. And I see. I never watched that either. So, uh, so anyway, with people got all excited. I did actually see the wedding, only because I was at a restaurant and the TV that Saturday morning was on. Yeah. So I saw them say vows. And I thought they didn't even call you to do the wedding. That's no. what you thought. <laughs> After all these weddings I've done, I still didn't qualify. <laughs> <laughs> you have so much life experience. Yeah, but but uh, okay. So people are attracted to royalty, but we don't want to have a king. And then we call Christ the king. And then Jesus himself talked about a kingdom, but he talked about a kingdom of justice, mm -hmm. a kingdom of inclusion, a kingdom of mercy, a kingdom of service. Mm -hmm. A kingdom that is not just thy kingdom come, like in the Lord's Prayer, that is what we assume is in the future, but that kingdom come that is coming now because Jesus planted the seeds of the kingdom. Sure. How many of the parables that he told start off with, the kingdom of God is like yeah. the farmer who plants the seed. So the seed is already planted. He also said, though, in addition to you know being king, he also said, I am the good shepherd. Which is reflected very strongly in the first reading of the... You, did you notice that? No, the first reading of this weekend? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Because it's all about David. And what was David's profession before he was called to be king? He was a shepherd. He was a shepherd. Shall we read it? Why don't you read it? I read the gospel. You can you can read Old Testament. Are, <laughs> I'm... Because I'm the old one? Yes. Oh, okay. Second Samuel chapter 5, verses 1 to 3. In those days, all the tribes of Israel came to David in he Hebron? Or Hebron. And said, Here we are, your bone and your flesh. In days past, when Saul was our king, it was you who led the Israelites out and brought them back. And the Lord said to you, You shall shepherd my people Israel, and shall be commander of Israel. When all the elders of Israel came to David in Hebron, King David made an agreement with them before the Lord, and they anointed him king of Israel. Okay, so the image of shepherd comes up right here. The concept of king was very important. The Israelites wanted to have a king, mm -hmm. and they did not. Once they established themselves in the promised land, they did not have a king. God did not let them have a king. Their rulers were called judges, not to be confused with contemporary magistrates of the law, okay. but they were like the book of Judges. Mm -hmm. They were leaders. And the reason God did not give them a king was because kings were considered divine, mm -hmm. and there was only one God. But eventually God allowed Saul, the first king, and then David, and then David's son Solomon. Those were the only three kings of the United Kingdom. After Solomon, it split the North Kingdom and the South Kingdom. But the word was always that the, the, a new king would arise, a great king, a king of the family of David. Do you know the story in Luke's Gospel of the, the birth story? Mm -hmm. They traveled for that first census to the, their hometown, and they went to Bethlehem, mm -hmm. which was called the town of 
David. David. So both Mary and Joseph were of the lineage of David. Well, and in, isn't it in the Gospel of Matthew that we they, he breaks down that entire lineage? Oh, yes. It's uh, the, the genealogy. I love to read it. I don't like to read it at Sunday Mass, but I like to read it out loud on a weekday Mass. And some people say, what about all these people? And I just, I just find it fascinating. Well, I think it, it, puts in, it puts the historical context of Jesus in place. Yeah. You know, that this is not just a story. This really happened. His and it, it, you know, that there's a relationship. Correct. So, so anyway, we come, to, we come to this part right here uh, where the image of shepherd is used as a king. So it's a totally different kind of a king. It's a king who's a shepherd, and it's a king who was crucified. Yeah. So the image of the suffering servant, which is very big in the prophet Isaiah, there's four hymns of the suffering servant, mm -hmm. is, and we use those on Good Friday. That is still probably the, the finest image of Jesus. He's both the servant, king, servant, yeah. and suffering. He died on the cross. But even in his death, he told the, the thief, uh, the, well, not a thief necessarily, a criminal. We always call him the good thief. But uh, the, crim <laughs> the criminal, today you'll be with me in paradise. Yeah. Did I tell you what, what some of my, uh, when I was doing prison ministry? No. Uh, there's a tradition that the man, you know, there, Jesus was crucified with one on either side. Mm -hmm. And the one was considered the good thief. And he was given a name. Tradition gives him a name. It's not in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that name is? I don't. If I say it, you probably, Dismas, have you recognized it? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, okay. But anyway, I was talking to one of the prisoners. A lot of the prisoners, they wanted to take the name Dismas, say, as a confirmation name or something. Oh, really? That became almost like a patron for them. But then one of the guys said to me, we call him the good thief. But if he was really a good thief, he wouldn't have been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have been caught. <laughs> so he wasn't that good. He wasn't that good. All right. Hey, uh, I looking here at the second reading. I think there's some beautiful imagery in here. The Colossians. Too. Can we read through this today as well? I think we have some time. Okay, I'll read the first part. You read the second paragraph. It's two paragraphs, folks. Chapter 1 of Colossians, verse 12. Brothers and sisters, let us give thanks to the Father who has made you fit to share in the inheritance of the Holy Ones in light. He delivered us from the power of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him were created all things in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he himself might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile all things for him, making peace by the blood of his cross, through him, whether those on earth or those in heaven. So Paul pulls together all kinds of images. Oh, there's beautiful. The visible and the invisible. Did you catch that line? Whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. Those do you, are groupings, do you know what those are? Groupings of angels, correct? Gr yeah, choirs of angels. Um, there's the seraphim, the cherubim, angels, archangels, and then all of these. We always hear that in Mass leading into the Holy Holy. The Holy Holy. 
And of course, the one week, this was a few years ago, when I mentioned the, the thrones and dominions, one of the little kids got very excited <laughs> and afterwards said to his mom, you know, there are, Father Herb's talking about the minions. The, the minions movie was out. We love that movie. Yeah. But these are dominions. Different, but yeah. still important. Yeah. So, um, you know, this weekend I was kind of reflecting on the music that I, I always plan a couple of months out. So whenever I see hey, folks, Michael does plan the music. I d <laughs> was that a <laughs> was that a question? No. Does it not well, come across that way? Go ahead. Should we talk about this off the air? Um, anyway, <laughs> I was I was um, I was kind of looking through the music that I had picked for the weekend and we're singing at the cross, which is such a beautiful uh, kind of meditation on on the image of the cross. And we're also singing God of Calvary. And I thought, wow, I picked kind of two heavy songs for Christ the King. And then when I went back and looked at the readings, it made sense. So it'll be interesting this weekend, kind of as we, we chew on these readings a bit and how that will kind of lead us in, in worship and in music. But I think, nevertheless, it's going to be a great end of the liturgical year. Um, it's yeah. been really a lot of fun kind of looking through well, Luke's, Luke. go Luke's gospel is always powerful. But you got to remember... Jesus planted the kingdom. The kingdom is growing in our midst. Jesus will come again in the fullness of the kingdom. Or when we pass from the earth, we're entered, ushered into the kingdom more fully. Mm -hmm. But it's already here. Only we don't always notice it. And we don't always live like we're citizens of the kingdom. So this week, let's be attentive to the presence of the kingdom around us and the brothers and sisters that we are called to uh, live in the kingdom with whether we want to or not. Yeah, long live the king. Dumb. Dumb. No, I wasn't no, calling you dumb. No. Long live the king and live in the kingdom. I think you were calling me dumb this time. Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody have a great rest of your week. We'll see you this weekend for our Lord Jesus Christ, the king of the universe. I didn't get that right. No, nope, I'll have it right by Sunday. Closely. It's. I'm reading it upside down. Okay. See you guys. <laughs>